Hello, and thank you for listening to this week's sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnais, Illinois. This is a sermon for October 20th, 2019, the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is entitled, The Wrestler, and is based on Genesis, chapter 32, verses 22 through 30. It was preached by Pastor Mike Hanel. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and the actions of our lives be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Growing up, uh, my family was never really big into wrestling, or wrestling, as some of my relatives called it, with one exception, my grandpa. I have distinct memories of how my grandpa would watch wrestling on TV, and it evoked a, a really strong feeling from him. See, when he watched the wrestling matches, he didn't like how it always seemed like there was this little puny guy matched against somebody who was more than twice his size. And so my grandpa, being the great social justice warrior that he was, he was ahead of his time, he wrote letters to the TV stations complaining about this, telling them that it wasn't fair and that they needed to to fix this so that it was an equal fight, so that people of the same size and of the same skill were matched with one another. Well, I still don't watch a lot of wrestling on TV, so I I don't know if his letters had any effect, if things have changed over the years. But if they have, you can thank my grandpa for that. He did that. Well, no matter what happens on TV, we know that life isn't fair. People never really seem to pick fights unless they're sure that they can win them. Jacob was one of these kind of guys. He was a schemer from the beginning. He wouldn't get into a match unless he was sure that he could stack the deck in his favor. But in our Old Testament reading today, it seems that he has finally met his match. It's a bizarre reading, and it's not entirely clear what's going on in that Old Testament reading until you get to the very end. Jacob, in the middle of the night, is in this wrestling match with, with this mysterious figure who, it turns out to be, is, is not just an angel, but rather the angel of the Lord, that is, God himself. Many theologians and scholars identify this as, as an instance of the pre-incarnate Christ showing up in the Old Testament story, which makes it really Quite an interesting and fascinating story. But what do you do with it? What do you do with it other than say, wow, that was really amazing? In order to try to make stories like that more personal or more relatable, what we tend to do is we try to find a way to put ourselves into the story. And so since in this short story there's only two figures, and one of them is God, we most naturally would put ourselves into the position of Jacob in this story. And so we imagine that that we are Jacob. 
We are the one who is grappling and wrestling and struggling. But struggling with with whom? Is it like the story that, that we are a people who struggles and wrestles with God? Well, we can try that out and see how it works. So imagine that you are struggling, wrestling with God. What kind of story does that make? Now, obviously, we know that in in any conflict, there has to be a good guy and a bad guy. Now, since you're in the story, you're not the bad guy, right? You are the good guy. Well, that makes God the bad guy? How does that work? Well, maybe we tell ourselves, it's kind of like this, you know, God is the one who has all the blessings in life. He he is the creator. He has everything. And so, have you ever felt like sometimes God is withholding some of those blessings? How he's not exactly forthcoming with all of his riches, and how your life isn't as easy as it could be, but instead is rather challenging and difficult. Well, then, isn't God kind of the bad guy? And so we struggle with God, we wrestle with him, we go to him in prayer, and we pray and we pray again and again to try to get, to try to wrestle some of those blessings away from God and into our own life. In this way, it sounds an awful lot like that parable that Jesus told in the gospel reading, doesn't it? But Jesus told that story to show an example of what God is not like. See, the story doesn't fit what we know about God. Is is God stingy? Does God hold back? Or, Or put it this way, is the story all about you? No. We know from Scripture that God is good, And that God is gracious and God gives abundant gifts and blessings, not just to those who are good, but to people like us, to sinful people like you and me. So the story doesn't really work really well if we say we're wrestling with God. We need a more sinister foe. Okay, Satan You are the wrestler in the story, and you are fighting against Satan, and you are fighting against all of his soldiers and all of the forces of wickedness. So fight the good fight. Endure. Persevere. You need to stand up so that you fight against sin and death and the power of the devil. Do you want to be in that fight? By yourself? Can you do that? See, once again, the story is all about you. And this story, it doesn't end well. Because you're facing foes that are more powerful than you are. So, there's a problem. There's a problem when we try to put ourselves into this story, when we make ourselves the wrestler. So is there another way to understand the story? Is there another way for us to relate with it? I think if you look at the story differently, stop trying to put yourself into the middle of the story, then 
you see that in the story there is a different wrestler. In fact, God is the wrestler in the story. God is the one who is striving and struggling. God is the one who is fighting. And what is the best part? He is fighting for you and for me. Just as in the story, he is fighting for Jacob. Now, this is something that probably won't make uh, very... If you have Bibles with you, or if you have a Bible at home, some of you have those at home, look up this story, the Old Testament story, when you get home, because I don't want you just to trust me. When you open up this part of the Bible, when God gives Jacob the new name Israel... Your Bibles should have a footnote on that name Israel, and if you go to the bottom of the page, it'll say Israel means, and it'll say he strives or struggles with God, but there's another way that it could also be translated, and it will say that as well. It can also mean God struggles, God strives, God wrestles. Now, I think normally when we see that, we see that there are two meanings and we just stop with the first one. And we think, oh, Israel, it means he struggles or wrestles with God. And that makes sense in the story because God tells Jacob after this wrestling match that you have struggled, wrestled with God, and you have overcome But if you think about it on a deeper level, it's that second meaning, I think, that makes better sense. That God renames Jacob to Israel. God wrestles. God struggles. See, think about it this way. After this, when Jacob tells people about his new name, Israel, what do you think he tells them that means? Do you think he tells them that it means that that I fought with God and I overcame? Remember what happens in the story? Jacob leaves that battle with this limp. And he's walking around like this the rest of his life. Do you think he's bragging about how he was victorious? Or do you think when he tells the story about his name, Israel, he says it means God wrestles. God struggles. God strives. See, God is the mighty one. God is the one who is all-powerful. God is the one who, with just the touch of a finger, wrenched his hip out of the socket, blessing Jacob with that limp for the rest of his life. Do you think Jacob says, yes, I overcame, I am victorious, or do you think he said, I overcame? I'm not the strong one. I'm the weak one. See, after that fight, Jacob is more vulnerable now than he ever was before. See, what's about to happen in the story is that Jacob's about to go to his brother Esau, His brother Esau, who was angry with him the last time they met. His brother Esau, that he fears, is going to kill him. 
And as Jacob now comes to this reunion, he's more vulnerable than ever to the whims of of his brother Esau's anger. Yes, Jacob would say, I overcame, and look at how weak I am. See, in that moment that Jacob overcomes, every ounce of self-sufficiency is stripped away from him. Jacob must now rely on his faith in God now more than ever. He can't fight his brother. He can't win. But he has to trust that God goes with him. That God fights for him. That God protects him. And that's what happens. And that's the story Israel, that I think we can hold on to as well. That that we hold on to that name Israel. God struggles. God wrestles. And he does. The one who wrestled against Jacob is the one who wrestled for Jacob. And he wrestles for you and for me. He doesn't wrestle with us or by our sides. He doesn't just wrestle when we're pinned down. He wrestles for us. Always. And it started a long time ago. He wrestled for you when he took your sins away from you and took them to the cross. He wrestled for you when, as the Lamb of God, he sacrificed his life. He wrestled for you when, on the third day, he rose again from that tomb. He wrestles for you when daily you remember your baptism. He wrestles for you when he drowns that sinful flesh in you and raises to new life the saint and grants you the fruit of the Spirit. He wrestles for you now and always until you stand in his heavenly courts before his throne. See, it's not about you and how you're the wrestler. Because that story doesn't end very well, does it? You're weak. You're overmatched. You're thrown down. So let's be thankful and grateful that Jesus is the one who wrestles for you. He's got your back. And there's no one and nothing who can stand against him. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, who is your Lord and champion. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnais, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net and choosing an option at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.